0: Treat us on St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Edith Stein, by Father Francis Selman. Edith Stein, now known as St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross from her name as a Carmelite nun, was born into a Jewish family in Breslau in Silesia, now Wrocław in Poland, in 1891. Her mother was a strong practical woman who ran the family timber business when she was a widow. Although she did not openly practice her Jewish faith, she retained a strong sense of her Jewish traditions to the end of her life. It broke her heart to see her daughter become a Christian and then a nun. Edith Stein, however, was not, properly speaking, a convert to Christianity from Judaism, but from Atheism, for she lost her faith in God while still at school. When she recovered her belief in the one true God through friends at university in her mid-twenties, it was no longer as a Jew, but as a Christian. Nonetheless, when we honour St. Teresa Benedicta, we honour a saint who was also by birth a Jewess. We are reminded by her that, as Jesus says in the Gospel of St. John, salvation comes from the Jews. She is a saint who belonged to our Lord's own race by his human nature. We are also reminded that the highest honour of our race was a Jewess, namely Mary, the mother of God. St. Teresa Benedicta was born on the Day of the Atonement. When she saw her end coming, she wanted to offer her life in sacrifice for the conversion of her Jewish people. St. Paul, a Hebrew of Hebrews, tells us that the conversion of the chosen race to their Saviour will precede the end of the world. The first reading prescribed for the feast day of St. Teresa Benedicta is the prayer of Queen Esther for the salvation of her people from the Babylonians in the book of Esther, chapter 4. Through her studies at the University of Göttingen, Edith Stein was set on a course to become a brilliant philosopher. Her career was interrupted by the First World War, during which she tirelessly worked as a nurse, caring for the sick and wounded, in hospital in Breslau. When she returned to philosophy, she began to be influenced by some Christian friends, notably Roman Ingarden, a philosopher, and Hedwig Konrad Martius, who remained a Lutheran, although she was St. Teresa Benedicta's godmother at her baptism. Although Edith Stein, as she still was then, became intellectually convinced of the truth of the Catholic faith. What moved her to become a Catholic was the example of the serenity of a friend in accepting the death of her young husband. One night, when she was guarding the house for some friends, she found a copy of St. Teresa of Avila's Life of Herself on the bookshelves. She took it down and read it right through that night. In it, St. Teresa talks about the truth that underlies all truth. Edith Stein wanted to possess what St. Teresa of Avila had. Thus, Edith Stein's conversion to Catholicism was at the same time her vocation to be a Carmelite. She was baptised in the year 1922, age 31, but it was not until 11 years later in 1933, at the age of 42, that she entered the Carmelite Order in Cologne. As she felt herself being drawn to Christian faith, Edith Stein had already begun to distance herself from Edmund Husserl, the professor of philosophy in Freiburg in Bresgau, for whom she worked as an assistant. And so, to give up a promising career as an academic philosopher. When she became a Catholic, she went to live with the Dominican sisters at St. Magdalena's convent in Speyer. There she taught in the school for ten years and became well known throughout Germany for her writings and lectures promoting the position and education of women in advance of her time. She also spent several hours each day praying on her knees in the Sisters' Chapel. Her love of prayer led her not to join the Dominican Order, but the Carmelites. We remember how she had already been influenced by the works of St. Teresa of Avila. When she entered the Carmelite Order, after a painful departure from her aged mother in 1933, she left all her academic achievements behind, so completely that members of her community were unaware that she was a distinguished writer. The year she entered was the beginning of a dark time for Germany, with the rise of the National Socialist Party under the leadership of Hitler, and the first warning signs of the persecution of the Jews. St. Teresa Benedicta, was far more clear-sighted than most, and could see what these ominous signs were leading to. After a time, her superiors asked Teresa Benedicta of the Cross to continue her writing, this time in the form of a commentary and summary of the works of St. John of the Cross, which she called The Science of the Cross. St. John of the Cross tells us that the highest wisdom is to meditate on the mysteries of Christ, and we only reach this wisdom by entering into suffering. Thus, we see that St. Teresa Benedicta gave up her pursuit of human wisdom in the form of philosophy for the sake of gaining divine wisdom. She lost her life as an academic in order to find it hidden in the cross. In 1938, her community thought it would be safer for St. Teresa Benedicta to leave Cologne and find refuge in a Carmelite convent at Echt in Holland. This brought her only temporary safety, for the Nazis rapidly overran Holland also. Her new community negotiated with a Carmelite convent in Switzerland to take her, but St. Teresa Benedicta, would not accept the offer, because the convent could not also take her sister Rosa, who had also become a Catholic and a Carmelite, as an extern sister. When the Gestapo called in the early hours one morning in 1942 at the convent for Edith Stein, she turned to her sister Rosa and said, Let us go for our people. After a stop at West she was transported with Sister Rosa by train in cattle trucks to Auschwitz where they were gassed on arrival and offered their lives as a sacrifice for their people, the Jews. Let us not forget her, Sister Rosa, who suffered the same fate and is surely a martyr in heaven like her. She had only been a Carmelite nun for nine years. It is fitting that St. Teresa Benedicta, whose own life crosses so many of the destiny and suffering of many men and women in 20th century Europe, is also one of the three women patronesses of Europe. In contrast with the atheist existentialist philosophers like Heidegger and Sartre, who influenced so many minds in the 20th century, she did not live in anxiety, but in hope. Our one hope is the cross and the resurrection. Let us hope that one day St. Teresa Benedicta will also be declared a doctor of the Church.